Hello, listeners, and welcome to the Old Guy, Young Guy show. It's the young guy here. Old guy over here, back in my house, not in my parents' basement. You're moving on up. Look, I have to say, listeners, old guy's leading this cast. I'm oh, not, yeah. I'm not leading this, this cast. cast. I'm editing. I'm, I'm leading. This, is, this may be a complete goddamn train wreck. <laughs> no, you have, to, you have to put the positive out there. You have to use the power of secret. Yes, well, this is a perfect kind of idea for me to take hold of the reins here, right? Because I have problems sometimes. <laughs> oh, yes, you do. <laughs> so I have to ask you. Okay. I have to ask you. We, we, you know, I think with technology, I've encountered some obstacles I get frustrated. I'm an old dog trying to learn new tricks. So Ryan Holiday, our guy, we love to read him. We're going to have him on the cast soon. Um, he, he talks about the obstacle is the path. Yes? Obstacle is the way. Yes. So the way, I apologize. So my question to you, I can kick off the conversation. What are some strategies that you use for dealing with these obstacles that we, that we encounter in life? It's like specific ones or like yeah, do you have an example? Like if you're, you're getting frustrated because you're trying to like just install an app or like <laughs> edit music or just get Skype to work and stuff like that. What's uh, your – see, it's hard for me. Those are things that frustrate no, no, me. No, no, no. You, that comes more easily because so, no. your youth, I think. So what is – I guess there are other still things. things. There are still things that frustrate me all the time, like assembling, assembling furniture – or like if I ordered something and it was like I was expecting it or needed it to be here like in the amount of time they said, right? And then it's not yeah. – it's here like five days after that time. Like little things like that or like getting annoyed at my insurance company, things like average things that people get annoyed about. I think the thing for me that helps the most is stopping what I'm doing. Like Ooh. if I continue – it's very easy for me to get in this loop of negative thinking. Like, yeah. well, like, oh, great. Like my insurance company is not going to cover the cost of this one thing. So that means I'm going to die. Like that will, <laughs> that will be – it will be a downward spiral. You go to extremes. Yeah. Well, it, yeah. Doesn't, it doesn't go there immediately. But it will be – I do have ruminating thoughts and it plays – I have like OCD and stuff. So like it will just play yeah. over and over again. And because there's a slight justification of being like, oh, well, it's my insurance company and they deal with all my medical shit. So yeah. like if there's something wrong there, what if I piss the wrong person off and they give me the wrong medicine? Like to kill that, you. That, yeah. Right? That, so uh, it can go down there. But the second I stop and I pause for a second and like meditate on it or breathe or walk away, yeah, I then play back in my head the conversation I was just having with myself and go, oh, you're just crazy. Oh, good self-introspection. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, like doing that like – makes a huge difference it's called uh see i think it's seeing yourself or something like that it's like you're able to separate your yourself and acknowledge the fact that the thoughts you are thinking like they make absolutely no sense at all so are you still crazy because oh. i think i still am but so, i think once you're able to recognize it and separate like you're saying you're less crazy yeah everyone's crazy everyone's gonna have their their thing that makes them feel like the world is ending but it's our ability to separate and accept and acknowledge that 
like accept and acknowledge that, yes, I'm getting angry over something dumb. Because then once you continue to repeat that to yourself, then you're like, oh, yeah, no, this is dumb. This is okay. dumb. Like, so, it, yeah. All right. What, what, that, those are, that's a great strat. I'm going to do that. I'm going to stop, take a breath, think – or walk away. I like the walk away thing because yeah. when I wrote this show prep, <laughs> I went down a dark path. I was trying <laughs> to figure out how to use our new recorder so we can do um, podcasts on the fly, anywhere, on the go. And I'm like, I'm going to try to figure this out by myself and use YouTube tutorials that that, that young guy told me to watch. And, and uh, I was three hours in ready to throw everything through the window and start smashing things. And I wrote like a, a diatribe that the last time we've seen the likes of it was from the Unabomber coming from a <laughs> cabin in Montana. <laughs> so... Uh, I kind of have to like just pull myself together before I start, you know, mailing things to people. Oh, no. But like I think the thing is it's the ability to walk away from something is really important. If you look at it from like a work perspective, let's say you have someone at the office, right? Yeah. And they send you an email that is just complete, utter like bullshit. You're just like, this is ridiculous. This person's an idiot. Why would they – now, there's no way you could write back to this person, hey, you're a complete <laughs> idiot. Like, don't fucking ever email me again. You can't do that. You'll get fired. Someone at yeah. HR will be called and yes. you'll be fired, right? But the thing you do is you stop before you answer and you actually take the time before giving a, an answer. And you can form it in a way that's like cohesive and also gets the like, hey, you're a dumb schmuck thing across, but in a way that's like – not going to get anyone mad. So you can apply that same methodology to, to yourself. To yourself right? ah. That's why I don't get in trouble at work because I, I, I do. Maria has witnessed it and told me not to send things. And I'm like, oh, God, she's so smart. Like, <laughs> I should not send that. But isn't that just a filter? Like, we, we're in society. We're not, we're not like subhuman savages. So we kind of filter. And I do say with an email, there's less face-to-face. -face, yes. So we're more likely to be, like, it a is, dick. It is a but, filter. But you have to also look at it as, like, your moral compass. Like, your ability to filter and realize that telling someone they're a piece of horse shit for their thoughts like that's not that's not gonna yeah that's not gonna help that's not gonna help anyone right that's not gonna take let's take this imaginary person let's say it's it's karen right we have to let go of our our uh, assistant karen right oh, sorry karen. because she couldn't figure out how to do the recording stuff either but but um let's say we we got into a huge argument with this fictitious person and we yelled at them and said all these things when in fact, like, we could have sat down with Karen and be like, well, Karen, if you do it this way, like, you'll, you won't have that problem anymore. And then she learns it, and then we don't have that issue anymore. It's like with you and the recording stuff, if I was to sit down with you in person and teach yeah. you once, you would know it again. But if I yes. was to look at you and be like, God, you're geriatric, <laughs> stupid. Like, if I... <laughs> Like if I was to facts, do facts, facts, facts. <laughs> but if I was to do that, you would be a discouraged. B, you would never learn, and then the show would implode on itself, right? Well, that's our next kind of idea is like, do I stop trying to do these things, or 
Do I just try to get less frustrated? Seek the the assistance of someone like yourself who could probably teach me. And this is my other thing. I would write this down on paper, old school, step by step what to do until I kind of was able to do it. Because if I just sat there and listened, I'd be like, dude, great, 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 great. When I went down to do it by myself, I'd forget everything and then throw the computer out the window again. Yeah, you'd have to write it on the same piece of paper that you have all your passwords on. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But... Cool, yeah, bro. I don't think cool. I don't think you should give up. Like I don't no. think I don't think it should be like, well, you know what? I'm never trying to learn anything again cuz that's not you. Like I know you. I know you fairly well. A great baby. And uh your ability to learn is there. Like you are a smart person. Lifelong longer. Lifelong learner I am. Like if you were if you had the intelligence intelligence of a sack of sand. I might be you like, yeah, know. you should yeah. you should probably just move on up and get that adult coloring book. <laughs> but I'll tell you this. I, I, this is what I'll summate this with. I think I'm on the cusp of making sort of breakthroughs, again, with recording, editing. And once I'm kind of shown a little bit, a little bit of guidance, I'm going to be fine. And I'm going to take off. I, I, I'm being honest. I'm not even trying to be funny. I think we're we're there. We're yeah. close. We're not there, but we're getting warm. We're yeah. getting warm. It's like a, it's like a kid peed in the pool. We're like kind of there. <laughs> oh, for the warmth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Duty! That's a little. Uh, what movie? What movie? Duty? Duty! Shake Shack. Uh, Caddyshack? Yes. Yeah. Um, anyway, Perhaps. no, I, I, yeah, yeah, let's do current events. Yeah. Did you read my article? I did. I just, I actually have it open right now. So it's five signs. It's okay to give up on a dream. Yeah. From <laughs> the, what, a, what a bad place I was in when I got this together. I was like, I'm giving up. I'm a failure. I can't get my podcast. I can't edit. I can't on. move forward. I was in a very bad place. Hold but, on. Yeah. Why were you looking at the every <laughs> It's a I random got, website. I just – no, I didn't actually look at the website. What do we do? We want to get research like with the lowest form of research. You just Google, oh, Google. giving up or like being positive, <laughs> giving up on your dream and uh, what, what do you think? Well, after reading through it, they make some valid points but the points they've made are like normal parts of human living. Yeah. Like we go through cycles and fades. Like number one is you've lost that loving feeling. Like you had a passion for a dream at the very beginning. Yeah. Does it exist? Well, clearly, I think you're always going to have some sort of passion for whatever that dream is. Yes. But that doesn't really tell you if it's within the realm of possibilities. Like if you came to me today and said, you know, when I was a little kid, I really wanted to go to the moon. I'd have to look at you and be like, bro, you got that ship has sailed. You're not yeah, going to the moon. That's over. You know? And then the other one is you keep thinking about what you should do. We always have should do's. Yes, coulda, woulda, shoulda. Yeah, right? Like, oh, I'm I'm married and we have a house and I love it. But, you know, I shoulda – maybe we should have like bought a house in California. Wait, wait, what? No. Like, you know, this life is always going to be like that. So yeah, you okay. can't really dwell on that. Your vision or plan has changed. Uh, what are your opinions on that? 
my 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 vision of being world class podcasters has not changed. Okay. I don't know what that looks like in the future for us. Whoa, hey, is there an earthquake over there? Sorry, I shook my <laughs> podcasting table. <laughs> I'm shook now. I'm woke as well. Um, so that's kind of this. That's the same, I guess. Um, I, the more I look at this article, the more I'm kind of perplexed why I chose. <laughs> I think you were just in a downward spiral. But I was let's, in a bad place. Let's use it as a jumping off point because this is kind of what yeah. we do with the current event anyway. Like yes. What made you decide to give up on doing stand-up comedy? Oh, I realized um, that wasn't my dream because I used to panic a lot before I went on stage. And I was never – guys who are into stand-up want to get on stage every minute, every moment possible. If I kind of like got cut off of the show because like, we ran out of time, I'd be like, okay, that's fine. That's okay. I'm not, I don't have to throw up tonight. Um, and I saw the grind of the road and that sort of thing. And I was not interested in that. Like yeah. I knew that wasn't me. So I guess going back to the article, my plan had changed or, or like, I didn't see myself like that wasn't appealing. Yeah. It's sort of the example, like be a lawyer. It's like, when you see the, the reality of being a lawyer, you're like, yeah, that's not, I don't want to do that. Oh yeah. You know? So I think with stand up, I just realized that it wasn't my passion all right. I do love comedy, but it was it was not my my avenue to pursue. So stand up wasn't your avenue, but if you look at it another way, because you do love comedy, you still want to use comedy, correct? Yeah. So the vision changed. So the yeah. vision of of this again, a different avenue, right? Like a comedy podcast. What we do, I use that word that term very loosely, comedy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we're, we're, it's just in a different form that's more conducive to the life we both live, right? Yeah. I'm like a family guy with a picket fence and two kids. Uh, I really can't go on the road. I can certainly podcast my ass off and do that from my house in the downstairs. And that's right. So the yeah. vision changed, but it's yeah. still there. Yeah. So that's, you know, I actually watched, did you watch the Gary Shandling uh, documentary that Judd Apatow did. It's on HBO. No, I got to see oh, that. It's two parts. It's so good. We don't have to oh. dive like into, but like he was such an interesting person and like Buddhist and not like your typical comedian, but what was interesting. And we've talked about this on another episode of the old guy, young guy show. Excellent yeah. show. Uh, highly rated on iTunes. Amazing. Amazing. Um, was that as humans, we are never truly satisfied with what we have. Like we always want more, right? Yes. We, we talk about money with that or whatever. So here, here's Gary Shandling whose goal, like his life goal, was to do stand-up on The Tonight Show. Yes. And then he gets on The Tonight Show. He performs. Not only does he perform and Fight kill. to the couch. But he kills it. Like he gets a standing yeah. ovation and is like – that's the launch of his career, basically, even though he's yes. been like he was the he he was the head writer on the pilot for Welcome Back, Cotter. Like he oh, wow. like all those shows, like a bunch of Sanford and Son, like he wrote for all of those shows and was making a boatload of money writing. And he decided he wanted to do comedy. But here he is. He's he has this moment. He makes it. He's backstage. And Bob Saget is like one of his best friends. And he's there to support him. Yeah. And he basically collapses in Bob Saget's arms. Like crying because he's so happy that he performed on the Tonight Show, and he basically goes, "What am I gonna do now?" 
Now what? Yeah. And, and now and, what? And Bob Saget's like, well, you know, you're going to get to come back and do this so many times now. Like you've reached, and he's like, yeah, but what now? <laughs> like he couldn't appreciate like, yeah, that he had reached his dream and that there were so many other opportunities and his, op- his dreams always changed. Like he had a goal of hosting the tonight show and then it was him and Jay Leno going up against each other and Jay Leno didn't beat him out. Gary Shandling literally was like, I don't think I could do this six days a week, uh, five days a week. I don't think I could constantly one up myself. Yeah. That too was much. His, that was his mental state. So he just stepped away. He chose because he was going to get it and he chose not to take it. I thought I thought Jay Leno got it over him. Oh, interesting. But that like look at that. That guy is so successful. Was. Was, was, yeah. <laughs> was so Died. successful, right? And he couldn't he couldn't even just be satisfied just be with what he had. Yeah. Right? And I am satisfied with what I have then. Yeah. I don't know. That's just my thought on it. Nice. So you got some marriage parenting advice? Yeah, let's marriage advice. Let's uh, wrap this thing up with our last piece here. Marriage. You know, I tell my daughter all the time, don't give up. You need to work hard, get what you want. And then when she like whines and gives up, when things kind of get hard, she's getting a little older. I get so mad at her, but it's exactly what I do. <laughs> so basically I'm, I'm ruining her life and mine as well by the example I lead. So I mean, not what do you think about that? I don't think you're ruining your life. I think, look, I know your daughter. She is, she's an awesome kid who probably has like what you have where she just wants to push herself and she might push herself too hard to the point where she's like, fuck this, you know? And I think all kids go through that. And I remember very distinctly my parents saying the same thing to me. And I remember watching my father trying to assemble my first bicycle and fucking cursing and handing handing me the handlebars and telling me to take that around the block. <laughs> I was five. Dude, dude, stop. He told you to take that around the block. Yeah, there's a home video of it. He hands me handlebars and goes, take that around the block. Your dad is is just, he's great. He does. His stories are he, fantastic. I love him. He uh, tried to put together uh, my first basketball hoop. Uh, he was on the phone with like China for like three days. And he wound up just leaving it disassembled in our driveway for like a week. Is that why you never became a hooper, a hoop star? I think that and, you know, I just uh, didn't have ups. Or the coordination. Or the coordination. <laughs> so let's let's wrap this pig up. Yeah, wrap it up. I feel I feel cathartic. I feel like I had moments of, of insanity and yep. uh, it was yep. good to write and get it out and yep. then talk it out. Yeah. Talk it out. So this is I don't have to I don't have to get a therapist now. I'm just gonna talk on the cast. Nah, I'm still gonna suggest <laughs> therapy. I'm still yeah, gonna go I think that. my wife does as well. Yeah, I think she's behind that hundred <laughs> percent. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna investigate that as well as a, Hold on. another strategy. I do wanna say what you wrote here. Yes, because <laughs> final this. thoughts final thoughts on time and lessons we have learned. That's my note that I always have in the show prep. Old guy wrote, shock therapy may be the only thing for this clearly insane man. 
The men with the rubber jackets are coming for me soon. <laughs> that was, oh yeah, that was after three hours of fiddling with a recorder, and that's what I ended with. And I just <laughs> shut the computer, and I said, this guy is really going to be disturbed by everything that was just written here. I mean, you just wrote out everything that someone, like, with these thoughts has. So it's not, like, that crazy, but, yeah. oh, that was funny. Good stuff, man, good All stuff. All right, look, you can find this podcast anywhere listeners uh so find us there subscribe leave us a review rate us five stars would be great five stars would be great and uh yeah yeah talk to you later all right peace out later